0: welcome to another episode of the very green room podcast which is a continuation of the episode that we had last week with jerry wayne longmire Uh, we just got so caught up talking to the dude that we didn't even give any kind of intro to the second half um, which is not uncommon for us at the very green room to just kind of go into things without much of a plan but you kind of know how it goes at this point so yeah enjoy part two with jerry wayne longmire goopy sound like
1: this would be just the intro noise that comes on before our podcast yeah it reminds me of the kind of noise you'd
2: hear in a Production company's commercial like yeah. the, before the film, Yeah. it'd just be like Kawaka production or whatever the fuck you did.
3: <laughs> and it's weird because it's Mine Kim Jong Un somehow. marching across as a Lego character. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those yeah. intro things. That's like a Lego. So, is that what a grackle me. sounds like? I, that sounded
0: very grackly. Most of my yeah is grackle grackle crack uh, grackle spackle. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. My entire life is just making goofy noises in the mirror in the morning uh, that make me laugh. A bit Eventually, and they come from somewhere that I don't know, <laughs> uh, but I've done them enough to where I know what they look like in the in the audio, the spectrum thing, and audacity. So that's definitely
1: a spectrum thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I was laughs> the spectrum is involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I know my sounds enough to know what the voice print on the, the meters look like, so I can spot it. Like, no, that's the cut right there. Uh, that's that's a, it.
2: That's my weird shit. Right, <laughs> that's my weird shit. Yeah. Audio I like, I sounds. and them laugh when when we made my special. I learned I learned so much. None of us had ever done it before, and we're all doing it ourselves. We didn't have a production company or anything. It was us. And the thing that they had the most trouble with when they were editing the special is, and Will knows, because he's worked with me enough, I do this sound. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it does it does feel like either
3: David Attenborough
2: should be like, like that is the mating call of the Southern. I clear my throat. Yeah, su- and Slade's like Slade's like, I wanted to name your special. Because <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I wanted to do an edit for continuity, I would like, oh cool, I caught him. He's not walking away. He's standing right there. And he said, then you would look away from the mic and go, <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Mark. Yeah. Like, well, you're,
2: you're the one, baby, going on stage for an hour without a drink, you know? <laughs> well, they didn't you want me to have a drink on stage for continuity in case they had to do a bunch of editing because we were doing it one take, you know? And we had lighting Fuck issues. That. Dude, we dude, had yeah.
1: a- it's not as catchy, but the, the <laughs> yard would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I'd have remembered to do the joke. <laughs>
3: you didn't even do the joke in your own special.
1: I forgot about My special that. is
2: named after a God. joke I didn't do during the special.
1: I swear to God, when he realized it, I was there. So uh, I'm going to be 98 years old on my deathbed and my last is going to be, he didn't even do the joke. I, <laughs> I realized it
2: after I got off stage. We were hanging out. And I was like, oh,
1: fuck. I
2: didn't do the Wrecking Yard joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: One of the most intense things was I, I filmed a couple of uh, sets for another comic Uh, At the Improv, and I've got my in ears on with a wireless monitor on their mic pack on their body, so all I'm I'm like up close and personal with all the weird ass noises that they're making on stage because I'm kind of mixing it live and doing like audio tweaks and shit live and adjusting levels and making sure that I'm balancing everything else. But I'm like, I am up close with in ears cutting everything else in the room out and all I hear is throat sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this this mic is hot and it's sitting right on somebody's throat and I hear everything.
2: <laughs> oh, So many people have different ways of talking, you know, like I drag my accent out and everything and whatnot when I talk, but some people like slobber when they talk. Yeah. If the mic doesn't pick it up, that's one thing. But it's the worst to like go after them and the microphone's like dripping. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> all right, bro. The only <laughs> notes
3: that I've ever gotten about any recorded set of mine is Jesus. Will you sound like you're having a heart attack just because like I hold the mic I hold the mic like I'm in a hardcore band and then like yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, fans fans of the sh- fans of the podcast will know yeah because there's almost like I've never really gone there was only one episode where I went in and noise reduced just the sound of you breathing yeah, <laughs> only one of them because for some reason Will you were like stay mic dominant yeah, he's right here like, on that mic all the time you had it right on your chin and all you could hear was just Will, t- Will that's how Mississippi Will
2: is? He talks on a mic like a CB handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> breaker one nine, breaker one nine. We got a new joke coming I, on. Too. That's a fun fact. That, that I, I think I don't know if I've sold
3: this. Uh, a- on the podcast about how my dad's gotten into CB radio. Yeah. I believe,
2: I love your dad. Dude, my I dad, believe that 100%. He a, yeah, he got, he started,
3: he started talking to me about CB stuff and like, I, I installed the fucking tower for him. Now his, his I want to buy a
2: CB radio so I can sit on my porch and fuck with your dad. Dude, it's the best. <laughs> dude. dude, he fucks Tell, me me story, <laughs> Tell me the Hogan. Terry Hogan story again. Tell me the Terry Terry, <laughs> Terry Balboa. Tell AKA me one more Hogan. time, daddy. Tell me the Hulk Hogan story before I go to bed. He, uh he's, <laughs> Yeah,
3: because the internet's gotten too liberal, uh, which uh, is just a fun thing to say. But yeah, no, he's gotten into CB radio. It's like um, your dad that's just spun the
1: wheel of being white, Mississippi. Uh, yeah. Count yeah. CB I found, radio. I found his
2: dad on Facebook one day, and he has a picture of him from like fev- 15 years ago yeah. on a bicycle at Allen Parkway, and I'm like, bro. You got to update that every once in a while. Is, I've seen you. That's not who you look like dude, now. Dude, no. his, uh,
3: he's he's evolving into Charizard of uh, just alcoholism. <laughs> like like his waddle's getting bigger. His he's his, his his the capillaries in his nose are busting even more, and it's just it it, it looks like it looks like fireworks in his nose. <laughs> and, uh, got that good
2: Irish blood. Mine yeah. <laughs> does that. When I drink, I turn pink. Like yeah. my cheeks turn pink and my arms turn pink. Yeah. Like. It just it has happened all my life. Like, that's how my dad busted me the first time because he knew our blood. Yeah. Hmm. And I came home with some, for, for hanging out with some friends. My dad's like, you been drinking, boy? I was like, No. <laughs> how come your arms all pink? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry Daddy. I, I had three Bud Lights. <laughs>
1: Speaking of drinking, I understand you got to do a little bit last night.
2: Oh, man. I started this dumb thing with my fans, where I let them... uh, They send me a bottle of whiskey. I did this one time. This fan in Kentucky brought me this badass bottle of whiskey. And when I drove home from Kentucky, after like 14 hours in the road, I thought it'd be really funny to just start drinking this bottle of whiskey and film it. And I did a review. Of the whiskey, you know, but not like those whiskey nerds, you know. Yeah. They're all like, oh, it tastes like cherries in the back <laughs> of your palate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can really taste the oak in it. You can tell how it's aged oak. It's, yeah. Shut the fuck up. It tastes <laughs> like whiskey. It tastes like whiskey, all right? That's what it yeah. tastes yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Some whiskey hotter, some whiskey less hot. Yeah. But this old boy sent me a bottle of Old Hanson's 122 point, I got to add this, 27 proof. Cast drink bourbon. And I drank, no ice. I mean, like, you, I said, went you said
3: cask straight, but it sounded like castrate. straight <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was worried to cut you bourbon.
2: off. <laughs> Here's that pun. All right, puppy. I I. <laughs> you got to act right if you want to stay in the house. <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked again. <laughs> go bite him, Paxel. Anyway, they uh, yeah. So I, I started. I I tried to do something different this time. So I went live. I got I went live on my Facebook with my followers. I did an event and everything, a live event, and I had them go live with me while I tasted this whiskey and shit, and then. I also filmed it with my GoPro so I could edit it and make a whiskey review video out of it. All right. So at the same time I'm live, I'm telling them what I'm doing, and I'm cheesing for the camera and doing the stuff I got to do to make my video. And I started drinking. Bro, that first drink, my lips swole up. <laughs> when I took the drink, it was so hot. It was 122 proof. Like yeah. that, means, I, that
3: means that means that 63.7% alcohol by volume. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah.
2: It dude. Oh. Like my throat inflamed immediately. I was like, it took the, I was alive though, so I couldn't I had to suck it up. I was like, yeah, you can't be Whoo. like. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, you can start a chainsaw with that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's good shit. You know? <laughs> and i waited like you could see if you watched the live video it was like 10 minutes before i took that second drink of it and still i was over there (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) and i got about three glasses in i don't know there's about half the bottle missing today and bro i don't even know what all happened last night i know i was on camera a lot and uh my fans were checking on me this morning to make sure I was okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and also, wildly, I had people, I had all these instant messages from all these people that wanted to send me their products to try. Like, not, <laughs> not just whiskey. Uh, I got a fudge guy. I'm excited about that. <laughs> That seems way less dangerous. He's sending me a nine pack of fudge to try and there review. You, go. you just wake up with two less toes. Got a um, got a fan in California sending me some products to try and review, yeah, edibles and such. And I was like, if you need a
1: second right. opinion, I yeah. <laughs> a freelance. Get bit over there
2: with me. We'll just go live together and get dabbed. <laughs> That's the one. Because uh, they, I, I told him I never tried one. The, I've only one time had one of the mushroom candy bars. Yeah. And I want another one. You know mm. and. Uh, Mushroom candy bar. You ever have mushroom yeah, candy bar? Yeah, uh, you look, I, I you know look a scared guy. When I said it, oh. I had an eight gram mushroom candy bar. I didn't know it was an eight gram mushroom candy bar. While I was eating it, I thought it was just a delicious candy bar.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then, bear near, 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 <laughs> and then near, 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 I noticed near, at some, near, some near. point, like forty five minutes after eating the candy bar, I was still holding the wrapper, reading the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> And it was beautiful. It was the most beautiful wrapping I've ever seen on a candy bar. And uh, then I was like out there and I got my chainsaw and I cut up some pecan wood in the backyard. <laughs> and uh, apparently I turned into an outdoorsman when I get mushroomed out. Oh, yeah. I was out there chopping wood and shit for my barbecue pit. Yeah. And I had a pecan tree fell in the yard. So I was just out there with the old chainsaw, like it seems as good a time to do this as any. Man, chainsaws have a pretty noise. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> when you hit that, like it's something. It's, I feel like that Ford versus Ferrari movie. There's a point where you hit seven thousand RPMs, uh, and beautiful. everything else blurs out, and all you can focus on is the wood and the metal ripping the wood apart. I was, I was in, bro. It was the best chainsawing I've ever done in my life. You know what I mean? Most fulfilling chainsawing I've ever done. I enjoyed every bit of it. It was immense, you know, and I got barbecue wood for weeks now. I got so much pecan wood. Nice. I'm all split up. Oh, well, man, we must have had an Amber Alert.
3: No, we're just, sorry. We're wasn't doing-
2: one of your cars, was it? No. We're <laughs> at, we're in a safe right. Amber alert for a blue key a crossover. There's, well, there's it's more you, of a it's more of a sky blue than a royal blue, but you get the point. Oh.
1: There's nobody at this table who's considerate enough to have Amber Alerts turned on. <laughs> I didn't know you could turn them hose off. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you can. yeah you can. Yeah you can. I'm a <sighs> bad person and I'm not Batman. I have all that shit shut off.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> After a while, you're like, it's 3 a.m. and this happened 35 miles away. I yeah, told you. Dude, like, I get him like in San
2: Antonio. Yeah. I'm like, bro, it's one. What do you want me to do? I get offended every time. Like, what do you want me to do about it? Hell. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> I don't even fun. know anybody call. I don't know nobody owns a silver
3: Kia shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> with that <Yeah. laughs> accent, with that accent, I just imagined we'd be in the Buckies and be like, all right, boys, let's get a posse together. Find someone in Lasorda <laughs> County. <laughs> I
2: want to start calling them every time I get the Amber Alert. Look, this is Jerry Wayne Longmire. Yeah. Uh. I'm at uh, so-and-so Roxella Street over here in Houston, Texas. And I wanted you to know I have not seen a silver Chevy Malibu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got my eyes open, partner. All right? And if I see one, y'all going to be the first number I call. But I ain't seen one. It's been like 45 minutes I've been out here. And it's kind of hot. And mosquitoes are out and whatnot. But I'm just telling you, I ain't
1: seen one. Look, well, you, you call. Nobody's saying Kate didn't do a good job with the masks. What we're saying is next time maybe cut some eye holes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You just call, you're like, well, sir, you're in luck. I kept a proper registry of every silver Malibu I've ever seen in my goddamn <laughs> life. Here's the seven. Bring out the Domesday book.
2: <laughs> I saw a maroon Nissan Altima. I mean, it was like a couple days ago over in, uh, you know, Austin. But I don't know if it has anything to do with what y'all are looking for. I hope that's helpful. I truly <laughs>
1: think this. Like, if I ever ran for office, this would be the one law I would campaign on solely. It's my one issue. I feel like if you kidnap someone and that kidnapping causes an Amber Alert to be sent out after close of business hours, that should add 15 years to yeah, your sentence. Yeah, that's <laughs> hate kidnapping. You can't annoy <laughs> an entire add to the entire of people because you want to touch a kid outside of business hours. <laughs>
3: Sorry, I hate to be the liberal right now, but it's mostly parents that are uh, kidnapping the kids just because they want to see them. Cause extra the- time if I it's after business you. hours. <laughs> extra
1: time. Extra time. A parent time. should know business hours. <laughs> <laughs> if I get waking up by one If I a parent doesn't more. understand
2: the importance of sleep, they're a shitty parent. They shouldn't oh have that kid. Dude, with the, so with, they should have kidnapped him to begin with. Send the kid back. With the puppy. With the puppy. I don't know if you've heard the puppy
3: uh, even more on this podcast, but yeah, no, dude, your sleep cycle just gets... I love comparing my puppy to your
0: children. Uh, <laughs> one of them
1: sits on the floor. Pants. Well, not pets. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: like if you've been around enough kids, like that's not really a good divider between puppies. Yeah. yeah one of my kids shit in my hand one time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was like my first intro to fatherhood. It was like my infant, my oldest. And uh, I was changing a diaper and I was like there's nothing in this diaper and then it just started coming out and I was like oh!
1: uh, ah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I didn't want her to get on the brand new changing station, so I just put my hand down there and yeah. she just pooped in my hand. It was just a little cold turd of infant turd. Yeah, there's just, there's just no was just and I was just like, Rachel, come in the room, and I'm just holding this infant, <laughs> this cold snake of an infant turd. And she goes, uh I was like, "Yeah, it's gross. Can you change her? I gotta go flush my hand now." <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's
2: awesome But never on the floor Nobody's ever shit on the floor so yeah. far <sighs> No, it's, it,
3: it doesn't bother me I, I really like the dog uh, I, yeah, I love that dog But just figuring out Stuff with Just new stuff in life Like we were talking about sleep I don't sleep for a full 8 hours anymore never. Really? Yeah Because her bowels can only handle like 4 hours of fucking Piss and kibble no. <laughs> and, uh, so like we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to potty trainer and it's just hard especially like Well,
2: you all live in an apartment too don't you yeah Which pretty makes much it even more difficult that's a I, I used to like when I lived in those apartments over here off um uh, Simeon, Simion off of Montrose Island Parkway yeah that's like a resort style apartment yeah. complex so you like go in the elevator you go up you're always in the building yeah you yeah know, carpeted floors hallways and shit and so many idiots there own dogs like why. Did you choose to do this? Like big dogs too, yeah. big stupid fucking dogs. Right? You got to go like, through it, like a whole. It was five like minute once a, of a day shining. seeing this white girl getting drugged down the hallway by a fucking <laughs> overfed <laughs> rottweiler that knows where the elevator is, and he's got a piss bat. <laughs> and there was just constant stain of shit and piss by the elevator, where people's dogs couldn't hold it waiting for the elevator. You know, right. yeah. or I couldn't. The but ele- it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The the elevator at uh, my girl's place is fucking uh, broken right now, so I get to I get to walk the dog down. I I just Heisman her down four flights of stairs uh, every once in a while, and like yeah, I get some piss on my arm, but you know that's what you get for playing the game. And
2: uh, you need to document that in your workout plan, buddy. Account, <laughs> kind of buddy. Yeah, I'm yeah. not doing these stairs myself,
3: dude. Oh man, we did leg day the other day. We uh, did
2: leg day. Will taught me how to do squats and deadlifts. Yeah. And I learned that day that leg day is fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) My legs already carry all this around. What the fuck more do you want from me? I was so mad. They're
1: putting in the work, bro. (laughs) I've been doing really good about doing an hour on the treadmill every night because it's easy for me to zone out. Probably helps with anxiety and shit, too. Yeah, it's been really good good for me, and I didn't want to lose that. And so I go into the gym and all three of the treadmills are broken and the only piece of equipment that works is that fucking stairmaster. And I'm like this just went from a relaxing zen hour to a really, really shitty hour. Yeah, yeah.
4: Real
2: quick. Uh, I tried to do the elliptical one day. That did not go great. Dude, I had to go
1: back to my apartment like I was Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah. All right, I wanna <laughs> hear
3: I wanna hear a couple more things from Jerry Wayne while we still got you for like another half hour. Uh what do you, you want to hear? Well, because you've been talking about all the, the cool stuff about traveling, especially in Africa and stuff. I want to hear about the shitty parts of it. I don't know. Because, like, as an American, I've been told that there are starving children there, and I need to be grateful for freedom and stuff. Those are the ones where the
1: NBA I, jerseys well, for the I team that lost. The, yeah. the <laughs> one place
2: that kind of, like, made me sad was uh, Djibouti, and with a fun name like that, it shouldn't make you sad, but... <laughs> Djibouti was just hot and oppressive and, like, I grew up poor and, like, poor in a trailer, poor. And I thought I had kind of a rough go of it. And then these motherfuckers are living in houses built out of pallets and tarps. And I'm like, oh, in 120 <laughs> degrees, you know? And they smile all the motherfucking time. Like, what are you smiling about, you son of a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like, you should be whipping somebody's ass right now. <laughs> like, a Djibouti is so horrible, it will turn you into a Republican in, like, two seconds. Like, I've never just instantly hated a place. Like, just, just got out of It was like, f- we need to make this place a fucking parking lot for World Cup. Just... <laughs> Paint the whole goddamn thing. I want a lazy river around it. <laughs> 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 Covered parking for the people that pay. Yeah. This is ridiculous. This is a ter- why is this country here? Why are we? Why are yeah, we doing what are, this? What are we you doing? Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just so hot and just so horrible and dusty and dry and uh, it's just you don't even chafe there. You just you sand away parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> There's a part, gold bond powder gets so hot before it starts dripping out of you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, running yeah. down your leg. Oh. And it's just so much of it. You know? You're know you like,
0: what's the wind? About 220 grit. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: it, it's fun when you've got this super minty pancake wrapped around your dick. Go on. It's all warm, kind of gushy, and a little bit little gritty.
1: <laughs> Getting so <closer>. What, what <laughs> do
0: I order from IHOP to masturbate? <laughs> like what? what is this?
1: Hey, blueberry pancake. no. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta ask him to heat the syrup for fifteen <laughs> seconds. It's
2: very important. I don't recommend the minty gold bond powder in Djibouti. It, it takes on some weird properties, Ooh, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but it did help me beat a cocaine trial. So <laughs> <laughs> well, cocaine does not smell minty. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that place was that place is pretty horrid. The soldiers in command there were great, but everything else about that place and kick rocks. Um, and then Kenya, Kenya was fun, but. 115 degrees on the equator is 115 degrees on the equator. It don't matter how much fun you're having when you're carrying all this. It's a lot to carry. You know what I mean? Yeah. My water weight was up another 25 pounds, you wow. know? I can carry about four gallons of water on me just in sweat, you know? I have yeah. a big surface area. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, and it just sticks to you and clings to you. So you just, uh, you know? And then I'm sure y'all have heard the lizard incident. I got, bro... The wildlife took a liking to me in Kenya, <laughs> <laughs> and everywhere I went, the wildlife fucked with me. I got bit by this heinous ass Kenyan spider. Nah, like like, like you get a, you get a you, get a you get a spider bite here, and you're like, oh, this sucks. You get a spider bite in Kenya, you're like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm dying. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, I never heard anything good in Kenya. You know what I mean? Nah. Shit and there, you know it's... you're
1: not gonna outrun a Kenyan spider. Those never. <laughs> <are> <laughs> No, they had what, so what many What kind of spider snakes. was it?
2: Uh, it was a Kenyan weaving spider. Okay. And they here- got jobs, too? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, they're the only ones in Kenyan's. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else does. <laughs> spiders. That was
0: fucking flawless. That was so good. <laughs> A <laughs> You're
2: telling me those arachnids are employed?
3: <laughs> that's a the most Republican thing I could
1: think of
2: to say. Uh, that weaving spider is about the size of a dip can. And I don't remember the some bitch being For those of you who don't know what
3: dip cans are, it's about two and a half inches across. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a good
2: sized spider. Yeah. I feel like I would have known if that was on me at some point. Yeah, you feel like I have mass. Especially if it's up in my britches. You know what I mean? Because it oh, bit it me bit on, you on the... There? I had long pants and it bit me on the back of my knee. Oh shit! It and got like, through. It
3: got through the jeans.
2: Maybe I, I we think, we're walking, and I just felt something swelling up on the back of my knee, and it was like kind of hot. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I like, that's a, said, "Slade, no emergency." But when we get stopped at the next part of the walking tour, <laughs> <laughs> part of the gotta God damn hotel, goddamn goddamn walking <laughs> tour, I <laughs> <laughs> roll my pant leg up. When you look at the back of my leg, I think I got bit by something, but it's no big deal. We're good. So we get, we walk like another hundred feet to this place or kilomiles or whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> we get over there and I roll my pant leg up and Slade turns around to look at it and he goes, oh shit. And I'm like, what, what, what? That's not, that's not the reaction. That sounds reaction emergent. You, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you got to get over here. We, we got to get you over to the med tent. And then the medical guy. He's like, he's down there with a ruler. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm measuring how wide apart the fangs are so I can tell what kind of spider bit you so I know what medicine to give you. I'm like God damn well, I, don't, I don't feel great about any of this now, you know. And he's like, I'm just gonna give you one of these and he pulls out a syringe, right, loaded with this amber fluid. And I go, What what what's in that? And he goes, Well, it's got he named off about three different antibiotics and a couple of vitamins and some other shit. And I got tired of him naming stuff. I go, what's it for? He goes, well, this is what we said with our soldiers in the field. They get shot or cut in the field. We don't want to get infected. We want to make sure they get back to the base. We shoot them up with one of these. I was like, okay. And he hit me with that thing, bro. And you have to understand, I hadn't been high in a week at that point. Yeah. I took off, man. <laughs> I, knew I, knew like, I don't know what they're juicing them soldiers up with, but this is good shit, bro. I, I had to do a show in two hours, and I had the shakes. I was
4: like, it's <laughs> going to be a good-ass show. There we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, I'm on Spider-Vim and <laughs> Super Soldier Serum. Let's do a fucking <laughs> show. <laughs> and
2: they had this one tent in Kenya with no air conditioner in it, and that's where all the uh, the Army guys would go in there and practice BJJ. Not BJ, but BJJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I- But... It's super hot, sweaty, and a lot of grunting animal sounds. And I was standing there all fucked up on this medicine and I was like, what is going on in there? You know? Is this y'all's fuck tent? <laughs> At first I was like, why did Bob Morrissey quit the army? <laughs> 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 it sounds like it, this sounds like he'd have had a lot of good times here. You know oh, what I mean? <laughs> <that's so good. laughs> like, like, that was my immediate thought. Like, oh man. Anyways, it, it was bad <laughs> Did it, the, so, On the way into this place They tell us And Ben's heard some of this Will's heard some of this You ain't heard none of it, done yeah. On the way into this Camp The Floor Daniel guy Is telling us about All the dangerous snakes That exist That they're finding Everywhere This was his intro To the camp speech And he's like Oh we got this thing Called a boom slang. I'm like I'm pretty sure You made that shit up Right <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean That don't even sound real to me And he goes It can melt your insides I was like holy fuck Okay well this is scary and he's like, then they had a black mom. They found a black mamba. Yeah, right. And some colonel woke up and found it on the floor of his tent and beat it to death with a paperweight. <laughs> and the dude had the paperweight on his desk with the blood shit on it still. I shook his head. I was in awe. I was like, yeah. "That is your fight or flight response." I'm so glad you're on our side. That's yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. woke up and beat a black mamba to death. You know what I mean? Like that's wild. They were telling us about these spitting cobras. Yeah. And they wanted us to go in this observation tower. And they right before we walk into the observation tower, they tell us, hey, no big deal, but if you look up in the rafters, you'll probably see a red-spitting King Cobra. And I was like, well... I'm not going in the observation tower.
0: Yeah. yeah you know, why would I want to like, go up there? I don't do this. He's it. clearly got the high ground. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? And, and, and
2: uh, that's when I got all upset because the lady's like, well, it can only spit three meters. I'm like, I'm American. I don't know how far that is. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea. I love is, that, that so much. is that 100 feet? I don't shit. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He yeah. Spit three meters. What
0: the fuck does that mean to me?
2: <laughs> it Means I'm not going in the observation tower. That's yeah. what it means. Yeah. And then she goes, "Well, we like to go inside the observation tower because there are snipers." That kind of, I'm like, "Oh shit! All right, let me get in an observation tower because yeah. I'm a big target for a sniper." You know what I mean? You don't even have to be a good sniper
0: to get me. You know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah, have to be. Probably a, probably a good Call of Duty sniper either. could get me. You know what I mean? <laughs> A good snapper or a good snake. Good snake. Yeah, you had to be a good snake. I,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: <laughs> so I'm terrified. I'm on. I'm
2: on high alert. I'm on level three DEFCON. Whatever the shit. Yeah. The whole time we're there, and I'm laying in my tent that night. Can
1: you call a special level three DEFCON? Whatever, <laughs> <the laughs> whatever the shit. <laughs> level three <Def> jam. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's two in the morning. I'm laying in the tent and. I gotta go piss, bro, and I gotta go so bad, like, and I am, I'm like at the point where I'm either gonna piss the bed or get up and deal with the snakes. And I'm like shining my light all on the floor of the tent, looking for this black mamba that I'm sure is coming to get my ass. And ain't there? So I finally get up and I go out to the porta potty, and it's you I'm know, sure that's
3: very cool. Those porta potties out in the jungle.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, super, super wonderful. You know, peeling down plastic pants off yourself because they're glued <laughs> to you with sweat and. I'm handling my business, but I don't really fit in the porta potty really good. <laughs> and these porta potties had this added little urinal thing to the side. And I'm trying to piss in that thing without pissing all over the porta potty. And I look up and there's this cool ass lizard, and he looks like half horny toad, half gecko, but he's got that big old sticky gecko eye that little uh, like looking yeah. around at me and shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And he jumped <laughs> onto my dick. <laughs> <laughs> And he was a good sized lizard. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I felt his hands, like those little gecko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, once he found a a, a branch, he felt safe on. He grabbed on. You know what I mean? Look, we have
1: one rule, and it's no bestiality on this <laughs> podcast.
2: I didn't look to see if he changed dick color. But <laughs> But if he'd have turned pink and splotchy, I'd have fell the fuck out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was too busy screaming. Yeah, you know, like a woman being murdered, trying to get away from this thing, holding on to my dick. And I'm big boy. I started moving, that porta potty shit started coming apart, dude. You can hear the rivets popping, like, and I'm just breaking shit in this porta potty. And at some you point, seen, you ever seen cows get spooked in a yeah. shoe? At some point, I grabbed part of the urinal jug and ripped it off the porta potty and was beating this lizard on my dick.
4: <coughs> <coughs>
2: Still screaming. I tell this on stage. So, in the military bases, they have this thing called giant voice. And giant voice is this trademarked voice. And it comes over a megaphone to alert them to shit. And it sounds like uh, Gary fucking, what's his name from the fifth element?
3: Oh, yeah, Gary Oldman.
2: It sounds like Gary Oldman from the fifth element talking through a straw into a megaphone. It's oddly unsettling and southern at the same time. Can you you try to do it again? I don't know. It's just like, beware. We have a level three change at the front security gate. You should return to your living quarters at this moment. Like, it's real creepy and scary. We have a level three thing (laughs) at the security gate. When Southern people start telling you scary shit, you listen. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, it gets soldiers' attention really good. But what gets their attention even better is half-naked screaming hillbilly. (laughs) Beating a lizard with a urinal jug,
4: because
2: I had five guns on me so fast, and I was like, and then I started whispering. I don't know if I got scared. I was like, don't shoot, don't, don't shoot. shoot. <laughs> don't shoot. I, I turned into, I turned into, I turned into Will Loden after a couple drinks. Don't shoot me, don't shoot me, don't shoot me.
1: And the list of bad things that have ever happened to people with lizards, it goes <sighs> that story, Godzilla attacking Japan. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this was reverse. It was Godzilla attacking my dick. It was bad. (laughs) (coughs) Proportionally, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, for like three days after that, every time I went to the bathroom, a
1: full-grown African lizard, man. (laughs) It was, bro. It was good
2: size, but you know, (sighs) I'm blessed. But. You know, he had a good grit. He didn't even feel bad. He had soft hands. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it was just scary because I didn't know if he was going to start biting. I don't know if geckos bite the trees they hang out on. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they eat. I'm no goddamn herpetologist, you know?
1: <laughs> you probably should see one if you found a lizard on
2: I think that's a different doctor. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah, man. Dude, it, it, for the next three days, every time I went to the bathroom, some soldier would be like, "You need an escort, sir." <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, appreciate that asshole. We
3: all doing shows every night. Oh. Because I feel like I feel like Tuesdays don't matter in Kenya. I know that sounds kind of like uh, <laughs> I didn't even I don't know. <laughs> you don't
1: think they have a big thing God it's Friday I don't, I don't, culture. I don't, I don't, yeah, Kenya. I don't know. I
3: don't know if Thursday matters in Kenya. Yeah, um,
2: I don't even know what days of the week it were that we were doing the shows. Yeah. Um uh, I, I do know one time we did two shows back to back in one location. You're like one show one night, next show, next night and the next night was a Monday night and it was like it was funny to me because there was a marketable a market difference in how tired the crowd was and I was like so you you even have Mondays in the military that's like (laughs) fucked up right because I thought you guys just all the time worked all the time I didn't think Y'all got a case of the Mondays in the Air Force. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I
3: mean. <laughs> fuck, yeah. is, fuck is a three-day weekend when you're in Somalia. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a
1: country that's sole hobby and sport is running. Yeah, it's the only <laughs> thing you can do without equipment. Like, yeah. oh, you bored? Run.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was wild. Uh, they put me on a little tiny ass airplane, Bubba. I have a new rule about flying. All right. This is my new rule about airplanes. If you have to weigh me <laughs> before we fly and tell me where to sit, you don't have enough fucking airplane for me. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I'm, Delta. I'm, not, I'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's why I'll never fly Delta Airlines again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, worst part? She like weighed me. She told me where to sit. I sat where I thought she told me to sit. And then, before the plane took off, she comes back into the fuselage of the plane and moved me six inches. (laughs) Bro, do you know how fucking still I was for the rest of that yeah, four-hour flight? Yeah. I held a fart in for like two and a half hours. Have you ever held a fart in so long it turned into something else inside you? Like it just gave up on the exit and yeah, just said, fuck like, it, I'm going the other way. said, and I'm, I'm like, going to be cancer now. Uh, dude. Yeah, that some bitch was like, "Up oh, my duodenum. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> put it <around>. You're what? What? <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the name of of my ileum. I don't know. Some some part of me it wasn't supposed to be in, you know. I was like, oh. the
1: elf. like three days.
2: I had this like bubble right here. You know what I mean? Like just stuck in my chest. And then I I, I, I slipped in the shower and coughed and it came out. You know?
1: I think you had a hernia, (laughs) I
2: farted myself into a hernia. Or defarted. I don't know what you can call that. It just turned into a ghost. It wasn't a real fart anymore. You know what I mean? I've
1: heard a, people gassing uh, themselves up, but Jesus. Uh,
2: I was terrified on that flight. And that wasn't even the worst part. Like, so that was the flight there. I knew I had to take that same flight back the next day. So I just got drunk as shit the night before that. I got drunk with some. Dude, everybody else was tired at that point of the trip. But I had just given up on sleep and all that shit. I was, so, <laughs> I was so sleep deprived, I was having uh, auditory hallucinations. I was having conversations with people and then realizing I was sitting on my bed in my room like yeah. what like just not nothing weird, just like a regular conversation with yeah. my wife, and then like what oh, fuck are you doing, man? And then I was having a conversation with Slade at some point, point, he was not there. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like I didn't know jet lag existed. I thought it was some shit people made up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds yeah. like
3: rich people shit, like, like gluten-free. I asked my uh, Papa
2: Longmire if he got jet lag in World War II. He's like, hell, we're too busy getting shot at, worry about being sleepy. <laughs> but this, uh, I was so fucked up from jet lag this whole trip, like... And just my sleep schedule being off and just being cockeyed, not sleeping by my wife and whatever. And that I was just walking around in a constant haze at some point that I just gave up on sleep. Like, I did not think jet lag was real. Like, have you ever had a conversation with somebody? Like, you're having a conversation with somebody and then you just stop because you decide in your head that they're not
0: real, that you made them up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, my buddy and I, yeah. oddly enough, with no drugs, my buddy and I had like this streak of just staying up for like three days straight for no fucking reason, for no Ugh. reason. And then uh, we decided, because like, I mean, we were 18, 19, we just go, we'd hang out, we play video games, we go to like Walmart at 3 in the morning just to
1: see how Walmart was living at 3 in the morning because we didn't <laughs> have anything else to
0: do. It was 2002. Just to break up the time. Just to break because, up the time.
1: Like, there might be a new DVD in the $5 DVD. Exactly, bin.
0: but there were some good ass DVDs in a $5 bin. Y'all should have uh, been doing drugs. Should have been doing. <laughs> Everybody me, at did.
2: Walmart was doing drugs. You should have been doing drugs. Yeah, but we,
0: I, I
1: did enough to cover
0: for him. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> oh no, we had one night where uh, we hid in them clothing racks at like three in the morning. Scare people. Just scare people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We made this one. <laughs> I say we. Kenneth. He made this old lady's bladder drop. Because yeah. he held out a, a shirt that was he just goes like, this will look good on you. And she just screamed, dropped all of her stuff and bailed out. <laughs> and that's the night we made best friends with the security guard at Walmart. Because <laughs> uh, my friend can talk himself out of trouble really, really quick. And. We just, get, we just get the best of Walmart every week. Just go see the security the, the, videos. The, the, the thing that
3: fascinates me is you were you were sleep- Sorry, what yeah. were you saying? No, go ahead. You were, you were sleep-deprived in a continent that I don't know is real. Not that I'm a flat-earther. It's just like, I'm just like- Can oh, you ha- you ha- ha- I, I just haven't observed it. it. I was you seeing so much
2: it? weird shit, monkeys and stuff, that uh. I was just like, in, in crazy temperatures. 120 degrees, 100, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like in April, and I was just- I just remember at some point I was like talking to somebody, and I stopped. I was like, "Oh, they're not real." I'm, just, I'm having one of these things that's been happening to me the last couple of days, and then all of a sudden the dude was like, "Well, hey, well, what happened to your kid next?" I was like, "Oh, fuck, it's my <laughs> bad." I thought you weren't real, and then he's like, "I'm not," and you're pissing in the handwashing station. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, yeah. I was just fried, man. Like. So you just, you it, it had got to be a lot.
0: You had it, it's Jerry Wayne Longmire's Fear and Loathing in Africa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: that's, so that's why. I, for, so most of the bases, when you go to the bar, you're allowed one drink or two drinks. There's like a rationing system. Yeah, and you have a little punch card. You got to whatever. So and the drinks are weak. So yeah, you know, really I got drunk with some Colombian soldiers on the northern Sinai Peninsula at a multi-force base, which was kind of cool. And me and some Columbia. Northern
3: Colombian- Sinai, that, that's in Egypt, correct? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Like this is land that Alexander the Great marched across. Like, every great, powerful army has marched across and declared this the peninsula calphite, to be the theirs. Calphite, at the some Calphite po- fought the every, Byzantine every, Empire Everybody there. has stationed there and partied there. And then, here I am, singing David Allen Coe with a bunch of drunk <laughs> Colombians at 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And We're I'm making like, this new world as a motherfucker. I, I'm, like, I'm like, how many other armies partied here? You know what I mean? Like, how many drunk Greeks? You know? Actually, okay,
3: can I can I actually think of all historically all the people who have been in the Sinai Peninsula?
2: Uh, there's at least uh, the great conquering armies, at least five of them.
3: All right, so we've got we've got Alexander, we've got Ramses. So we've got the Egyptians uh, a couple of times. Uh, Jews got big over there for a little bit. Uh, that was cool. Uh, Mongols have been there Mm -hmm. Uh, Another Muslim army Uh, The Romans were there Uh, The Byzantines were there Fucking the British The Romans were there like four different times Yeah, the Romans were there like four different times The British have been there The Iranians (coughs) when they were still Zoroastrian Before (laughs) Abu Bakr and uh, peace be upon his name uh, Fucking, you know, took (laughs) man it's like Dude, it that. That place has been, <laughs> been fucked with forever. Yeah, since but I, we started writing. That, that people... was my whole thinking
2: <laughs> that night. As like I'm drunk, and you're chilling with Colombia with these that's Colombian soldiers singing David Alan Coe in a place where Alexander the Great marched one time and stopped his armies probably for a drink and a refuel. And like there was like an observation tower. You could look down. And you could see uh, the Gaza Strip from yeah. there. You know, which is why the Jewish people there. Got uh, real big in that part of the country for a while. So it was, it was it was wild, you know what I mean? There was these wild experiences. That was the only time I really drank on the trip was that time, oh, I got shit-faced in the Doha airport, too. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sick of... Uh, uh, Arabic men bumping into me, Qatarians, yeah, and shit, and fucking Qatar that I was just sick yeah. to death. These motherfuckers are, are boy, they are boisterous little motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a big some bitch. You're not gonna move me, you know. So yeah. I would just bump them off for like Pac Man or what, you know, some <laughs> video game, or some shit. But so I got a little hammered in the airport because I was a little frustrated with my lack of personal space. Yeah, <laughs> so I just decided to get drunk and deal with my feelings that way. <laughs> And uh, it didn't cost nothing because it's really cheap there, you know, <laughs> like $13. I had like six drinks, you know, I was, I was having a good jack, you know, I was yeah. having a good time. So Doha is just like It's it's like a 32 billion dollar Graceland It's yeah. just further proof You can't give Hillbillies money And that's yeah. all yeah. Ancient Arabs are Fucking hillbillies You know They like their horses And they're young girls And they get mad If you fuck with their god They're the same people yeah. Basically You know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> It's It's, it's, it's we are so, not so different Occasionally, they'll, occasionally yeah. they'll do something To a sheep You ain't supposed to You know Like There are a lot of similarities Amongst the cultures If you could just if they can ever get together and like the same God. You know what I mean? That's all they need. (laughs) They, what they need is
0: pork. Yeah,
2: if they just yeah. had pork, they'd he be just okay. Just come
1: together just imagine on the magic
0: Just imagine people in Qatar going like, tell me more about this dirt racing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's up with dirt track racing? Oh, dude, they had so many <laughs> fried chicken places. Qatar.
2: It was wild. It was just neon lights what? and opulence and crazy amounts of money spent on shit and these wild buildings and then like Hardee's chicken yeah, and uh, KFC chicken. And they have churches chicken, but it's called temple chicken.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get some mashed potatoes?
2: <laughs> no, the way the falafel fries are amazing. They're incredible. <laughs> I the way falafel. <laughs> The way that the
3: Saudis treat their sandals is the same way that hillbillies treat their boots. It's uh, it's yeah. wild, dude. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this is this is ostrich inlay where you can see my na- nails, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I get
2: this. I but after that flight, true. and I knew I had to make the flight back out of Niger, and uh, excellent was, pronunciation. Yeah, well, I got good at it because <laughs> they sent me a shit on paperwork. It said N I G E R, and I immediately emailed slaves like somebody's gonna have to say this before I do. <laughs> Before I feel comfortable saying the name in this country, you know what I mean. And he come back and he's like, they pronounce it either Nazir or Nizir, but still with a hard R, which is weird. You know what I mean? I thought they, a, I still felt like I needed to go be like Niza. You know, like I, <laughs> I still felt a little uncomfortable, but uh, so I do. I had to get back on that plane in the morning, so I was I hung out with these Marines. And they were fun. And their bar didn't have rations. And so (laughs) I I got coined by some Marines that night. I watched two Marines suck whiskey out of a tampon. (laughs) This is the greatest shit i ever (laughs) seen in my life. You know what I mean? Two of the the scariest men I've ever met in my life. The most dangerous, terrifying men I've ever met in my life sucked whiskey out of a tampon together in locked lips. You know what I mean? (laughs) and <laughs> laughed that shit off and kept on picked up their guns the next morning and went out to shoot some bad guys. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> we, it was incredible. We so, really gotta spend uh, the extra money and get our troops glasses. <laughs> 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 we we gotta do
2: something, man. It's a, I felt bad. We were over there with a lot of troops that got stuck like extra time and shit. And yeah, Morale yeah. was at an all-time low and some of it, you know, it's not all fun. It's a, uh, I met a dude, I won't go too much into it, but I met a young dude. He was at EOD Bomb Tech, and he told me he hadn't talked to his dad in like five years. And I was like, why not, you know? And he goes, because my first day in Afghanistan. And I said, well, what the hell? He goes, I can't tell him about that. I said, what the hell happened? And he told me. And it's the most horrific story I've ever heard anybody tell in my life about Something no human should ever see or have to go through, but basically, his friends got caught in a Hummer that was full of uh, what's that shit that burns real hard? That Mm -hmm. thermonite, thermite, thermite and rounds that they were taking somewhere. Yeah, the Hummer got sealed, and all that. It's IED blew it up and cooked everybody. And anyway, it's just horrible, horrible, but very graphic story. To and they were his friends, and he Had to be involved with all this, it was just really bad, it was really yeah. sad, you yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, he got done telling this story, he's just like looking at me, and I didn't know what else to do, so I just hugged this motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm a dad, you know, and I just yeah. it's like I gave a full on dad hug, you know, and uh, you know, there's some crying and shit, and then he made a gay joke about me and walked off, you know, <laughs> whatever. But I hope he went and called his dad. You know what I mean? Like, now yeah. you don't have to tell your dad about it. Now you told somebody else about it. Maybe you can just... Yeah. Or maybe you can just tell your pops about it. You know, yeah. he loves you. He's your pops. He probably care. I don't have the best relationship with my dad, so I was a little... I was just... But it, it was... It, like, fucked would be the rest of that. dude was stuck right here the rest of the trip, you know, Yeah, thinking about this dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like holy shit, man. I'm glad I ain't never had to do none of that. You know what I mean? I've seen some sketchy shit in crack houses and trap houses and whatnot in my younger years when I was doing things I wasn't supposed to and running around with a rough crew, and uh, but nothing like that. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, I, right. I had never had to pry my buddy's watch off the floor of a Hummer because it melted to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So like So I was like, man, boy, you forget sometimes how, how easy you got it. You know what I mean? It was a good yeah. primer for me, a good reminder. Like, yeah. man, you got a pretty easy, you got a pretty good thing going here. You're making money off your little videos on the internet and you get to tell jokes, drink whiskey, hang out with your wife and kids, and you don't have to clean up charred bodies or see human beings get hurt or injured unless it's funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's unless different, the you know? so he gets kicked in the nuts. That's going to be funny every time. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. They get kicked in the nuts of a rocket launcher, then it gets fucking Z. somewhere the comedy runs flat. I was dating
3: <laughs> a, a chick in the army, and she had done two, uh, she'd done a tour in Iraq and a tour in Afghanistan. And she, uh, she was in Millington outside of Memphis, just like doing some shit, like with the Navy one. And like we were, we, we only dated for like a couple of months. And one day I was like, I think I'm too hungover to go to work. And she goes, "You fucking pussy." Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, "No, seriously, it's like really bad." <laughs> and she was like, "She was like, I'm leaving you." <laughs> she <laughs> dumps me. <laughs> <in it>. <laughs> <laughs> she
4: didn't even fix you up with the IV first. <laughs> she was
2: like, "No, Get
3: the fuck out of here,
2: <laughs> you soft puss boy." No. I'm not letting you near my vagina again. Uh, uh, You ain't got the (laughs) stones, kid.
3: I had her saved in my phone as spooky army lady.
2: (laughs) I had an older Navy lady hit on me one night. Uh, She was probably in her early 50s. She recently divorced. She had told me about that in the process. Yeah. And come out. I was was doing a show on a base, it wasn't this most recent trip. And she's like, where are you staying? And I was like, at the the little Navy hotel here on base. And she goes, that's my hotel. And I was like, okay. And she goes, I built that hotel into what it is today. I've been running it for nearly 20 years. I was a Navy wife, but I just retired from that job. And I was like, all right. And she had a haircut kind of like Tom Cruise (laughs) from the the first Top Gun, you know. Yeah. But it was all gray and silvery. And, like, if I had been a less confident man, she would have had me that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> she not, not because she was super attractive, but because she had confidence and she was clear in her game what she was trying to get out of me. Yeah. And she's like, what room are you staying in? I mean, she was asking, and I was like, oh, I'm married. She goes, oh, I'm just asking.
0: And I'm like, oh, you fucking not. No, you're yeah. not. And, it's like, I know witchcraft when I hear it. Leave me
2: yeah. <laughs> she She put the hard press on my ass, and I was like, i I'm pretty sure there's Pegging involved with this I did not want I'm married lady leave me alone I love my wife I need to go home you know what I mean don't uh, she kept putting her hand on my shoulder in such a way that I could feel her grip. And I yeah. was like, she goes, can you light my cigarette? And I went in to light her cigarette, and she just, like, gripped my shoulder. And I was like, what? Ew. Fuck, if you had a free hand, you could light your own cigarette, lady. What are you doing? You know? Yeah.
3: My neck.
2: Yeah. I was just like, uh. But I felt like she was easing it up for that Vulcan neck pinch in yeah. case she needed to
0: just yeah. make matters move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, What did the government tell you about nerve endings?
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I never really understood the whole, uh, like, I, I, I've never been a woman. I don't know what that perspective's like to feel like somebody's overpowering you or you, you feeling t- like the way women talk about like rapey men and the way they act yeah. and stuff. I've seen guys act creepy and shit. I don't like it but I never been on the receiving end of it before and I was like oh, okay well this makes me want to write a blog. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I definitely feel like police should be involved and I should be writing a blog. I feel, you just want one of those silver blankets? I feel I like did. I need to reach out to other men that have had
1: this happen to
2: them. You know? Uh.
3: All right,
1: where are we at, boys? Man, oh, we got about ten minutes left. The wow, only that's other- all right, let's roll. Only other thing I wanted to say is a uh, <sighs> we did a show together last week at the Houston Improv. Yeah, and you really should have stayed and sold things afterwards. I just I didn't even bring any merch at night. Dude, I had like seven people. Where's Jerry? I wanted to buy stuff from Jerry. <laughs>
2: Be- I was I was a little frustrated with some of the details of how that show unfolded, so I was just, uh, I just want to do my time, get the hell out of there, you know, and keep myself in a good mood sometimes. I don't like to waste a lot of energy on negative stuff, and I was feeling kind of negative about some of that situation, and I was like, man, this one of my best friends, you know, and I just... I just want to leave this on a good note. I'll go up there. I rocked the shit out of my set, and uh, I put it down, put the hammer down, did my job. And mm-hmm. I was ben, like, I'm just going to go home and not think about this anymore. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah, you did. You did put the hammer down with most of the new material. And then Ben, ben was asking me about his fashion advice uh, beforehand. He goes, should I go buttercream or black on black? <laughs> I am so bad at color coordinating things. <laughs> I, I,
2: I tell you what, I felt great about that set because it was all new. But then I went out... Where did I go the other night? Oh, you were with me where I headlined Bastrop yeah. and did 50 minutes, 47 minutes. Didn't touch anything. Brand new. Yeah, nothing yeah. off oh, the wrecking yeah. yard. It was, yeah. And mopped the floor with them. They were a tight crowd, too, and I fucking worked them hoes yeah, and yeah, got yeah. them.
3: That was fun. Uh, that.
2: But it, it was a tight crowd. It was a tight. They were tight. The oh, the guy that was hosting the show went up, didn't realize the lights weren't on him. <laughs> And so he just ate a dick for ten minutes because yeah. he was in the dark. And, then, and he then he put Will up
3: without turning on the light. Without turning
2: on the light, but Will was tall enough; he was catching the top regular light <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I kept trying. To, I kept trying to get Will's attention, like back up, bro, back uh, up. Because uh, when I was, Will like, would back out. up on the stage, you could see his whole face and yeah. everything. Because uh, he's a giant. You know what I mean? None of the rest of us would have been able to reach that seven foot of fucking light. And
3: then and then he turned it on midway through the yeah. set. And I like kind of addressed it, and I was like, "Oh, there we
2: there we go." No, I guess I didn't realize that you had lights. Yeah, <laughs> but Will did a great job. He killed it. They just went weird on you. They on your went closer. weird on my closer. Uh, he yeah. was killing it the entire set, just kicking their ass. And then he did closer, which is one of my favorite bits. I know, it's a, I know, I know. What happened. Closer,
3: I know what happened. What I said, God damn it! And you don't say God damn it in small towns because that's worse than no. Fuck.
2: I said that great line about God. Well, because
3: but you build it into it. I just uh, I just said it like. Without any, like, context. Uh, and, like, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just think
2: they were kind of weird. They were just kind of a weird. You know, some crowds are a little odd. They're, yeah. they, they just. Didn't get that part of the joke or whatever. No. Because they were laughing at all the buildup, all the premise, and everything. They were cracking up. And when he did the big deliver at the end, they just like, oh, they it's like they thought he was already done. They were already clapping for him. Yeah. It was like weirdly timed or something.
3: Yeah. I may have stepped on the punchline or something. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I'd be interested. Or first they just didn't like you, the point. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I just think they were kind of an odd crowd. No. And then the next guy went up and didn't do very well at all. He struggled with them his entire set. Yeah. Yeah and but he was like really quiet spoken and did you notice he also did like an Andy Huggins bit verbatim yeah yeah, he Ooh, did. Uh, what's Andy Huggins' bit about? Uh, fuck you, money. I have fuck me, money. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did that bit verbatim. Like I've yeah. never heard anybody else do that. It's a easy concept to get to, but I've never heard anybody else do that bit except Andy Huggins. And this guy did that bit. Dave verbatim. Chappelle does
3: a bit uh, where he goes, "I have please be quiet, money, not shut up, bitch, money." You know, no. but, like there, there, there are ways there are you can other play with it. Who yeah. Are-
2: yeah, I don't know. That one was verbatim. I'm not saying the guy... I don't know. It was just kind of... It caught me off guard in the middle of the dude's set. And I was yeah. like, okay. Well, that's wild. Uh, but then I went up. I said one of the funniest things off the cuff I've ever said on stage that night. Uh, and I'm going to take credit for it because the shit made me laugh so hard I almost fell off the damn stage. Uh, I was talking... I was telling that story I tell about College Station. And I, I said, one night I had a show to do in Austin. and they, We're in Bastrop. And I said... the, the I said later that night, I had to do a show in this terrible, terrible, terrible town called College Station. Because I hate College Station. Yeah. <laughs> and this lady goes, uh uh-uh. uh. This broad, she like stands up. She's like, no, College Station is God's country. Yeah. I go, I go, lady, if God came to College Station, saw what was going on there, he'd quit. I
4: was
2: like Jesus be walking around like, why don't y'all like fucking sandals? You know? (laughs) And I was like, Jesus wouldn't say fucking. I would though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That crowd was. I had to work him, you know, especially if that other kid had not done great. You know, it yeah. took some work to get him. I was like, man, I really wish you'd put Will in front of me now because yeah. I'd have had Will's work to work off of. You know what I mean? Mm. Will already had him going, but then this dude kind of brought him back down to nothing. 20 minutes of weird. Yeah. yeah. I was
1: very grateful for you breaking open that improv crowd. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh dude it, it hadn't gone well Before they did Well I mean All, all the people it love a, Melissa Because it's all her friends yeah. And shit
1: It hadn't gone bad But it hadn't gone great For anybody so. It was just kind of
2: weird It was kind of a weird But that's it's like, what happens like, this To is those, those be like Bring Bringer style shows That's is, the
1: only show I've ever been in Where I wasn't the most Nervous person in the green room Oh yeah What that chick Boy she Oh She's Shelly? got to work on that anxiety.
2: No, Shelley wasn't nervous at all. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly is whatever the opposite of fucking nervous is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the whatever the I mean, sometimes people should be nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overcorrected. Uh, she, uh, uh, Shelly she, had overcorrected dude, medicating she called, me, and, uh, she called she, me
3: on my fucking my, my fucking snake charming horse shit. I walked in. I was like I was like I walked in the green room, I was like, You guys ready to go? Da-da-da-da-da. Like I showed up I showed up perfectly to say hello to my two friends who were on the show. And then Shelly I see Shelly go, Hey and she goes, What'd you think of my set? I go, fantastic. She goes, You didn't see it, did you? I go, Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> not even <a> little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm yeah, not gonna again. lie again. Not when I've been caught. When like, pressed. While yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I love the one about your daughter. And
1: then yeah, just yeah, away.
2: yeah. <laughs> so she didn't do any of that. Just I just spent a long time them. talking about men.
1: Like, yeah. as my friends, is it gonna be like weird for y'all a couple years after my death? to hear Jesse like, "So this girl sucked my dick for a sweet tea for me. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have I have an ongoing bet with two of my best friends and comics in Memphis. Uh, her, if Ross dies first, I get to go through his notebooks just because Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get first crack at his notebooks. I, think, you know. I swear to God, yeah. y'all
1: gonna see me at Will's Wake, like my dick converts better than <laughs> <laughs> that. I uh, I wouldn't let anybody do
2: that with my notebooks, but y'all would just be sitting here like, why is Alfart funny? What the fuck is that? I've never heard him do that bit ever. Because my notebook is full of bits I don't do. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Y'all can yeah. take my
1: notebook if you want to try to learn how to parse autism. Yeah. <laughs> take whatever you can decipher. From. Here's what I do.
2: I sit at night and I think of real funny shit and I write it down that I never tell it on stage.
1: Yeah, if Are you could tell me,
2: if
0: you can tell me why I wrote down Mike Tyson alarm clock six years ago, it would help me a lot. <laughs> I woke up in the middle good of the morning. Night, good wrote, morning. Good I don't morning. Know what, I woke up at, at three
1: in the morning, get laughing your ass my up. ass off, laughing <you, laughs> my <get laughs> <your laughs> ass out <laughs> of bed. I thought uh, I don't know what it meant. The other night, I thought one of the funniest things I could picture in my head was if you had a Narcan vending machine, but made it only take quarters. <laughs> 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 just make it charge like $5 a shot.
2: I, I had a thing happen to me, and I talked to Will about it, but I was like pulling out of my driveway to go to the gym, and I was in my wife's car, and this blue jay, this huge blue jay, like flies into the window, just smacks it head on, boom, right by my head. And this fucker, like, he like righted himself like a hummingbird. I don't know if I can see this at home, but they don't fly like that, so it looked yeah. awkward and weird. And I was watching him just kind of hovering in the air for a minute, like trying to figure out if he's going to make it. And he kind of got his bearings and he looked at me and took off, you know? (laughs) And I was like at the gym and I was on the treadmill and I was like, I just fucked up that dude's drive home, right? Yeah. Like, he had been at work all morning, like, picking grubs, starting shit with other birds, doing whatever the fuck Blue Jays do, and he was just trying to fly home. It's like when you work that late shift and you're just trying yeah. to get home, and maybe you're not there, your brain's still at work, and you're just on autopilot, you're trying to get home, and then some asshole pulls a Cadillac out in front of you, yeah. and then the next thing you know, you're trying to explain why you don't have insurance and why the damage don't look that bad. You just need to get home. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a blue-collar jet. Jaybird, you know, because he didn't, yeah. he didn't want to wait on the law. I
0: had, I had a suicide decision happen with a duck. Like, I, t- I took a turn in my neighborhood, and this duck like takes off from the pond and starts flying next to my car. And I'm like, I'm eyeballing this duck through the window. Like, sup, duck? And he's just flying. He's flying next to my car, and I was like, this is beautiful, and majestic as shit. And then he kind of like did a Top Gun, and he kind of like swooped away. But then he turned and came right back and just smacked right inside the side of my car. Oh, shit. So I stopped the car and I get out the car and I'm looking at this duck. And this duck is, he's standing upright, but he's looking at me like this. The expression on this duck's face just said, (laughs) Bro, I don't know why it happened. (laughs) Like, I was like, Are you good? And he was just like, If a duck. Could shrug. That's what it seemed like it yeah, did. Yeah, he, was like, yeah. and he was like, "I was like, go on about your business," and he just like hopped up on the curb and like walked back to the water, just <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs>
3: yeah, so, ducks. since we're telling cool uh, bird stories, one time a cardinal called me the N word.
4: Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Were you in St. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> like one of the,
3: like one of the Catholic ones? It's like my only right. sports joke. No, I'm really proud right. of that. I was at I was at a Nelly concert.
2: <laughs> I I didn't know those those ducks fly like eighteen thousand feet. Do you know that? Yeah, like ducks can fly eighteen thousand feet high. I was sitting around one night drunk. I was I was. Just, one of my sayings or whatever, I'd be like, oh, I was hiring an eagle's dick. Yeah. And I was like, man, you're going to feel pretty dumb if somebody ever finds a higher bird than that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you should do your research to make sure you're talking about the highest bird, you know? And eagles ain't even close. The ducks fly higher than them. And mm-hmm. they got this thing called a whooping swan. Right? They're in Africa and shit. And they fly. I didn't see any. But they fly at like 34,000 feet. Get this. How? Like I don't know, but if I was in one of those small, (laughs) if I was in one of those small airplanes, and a swan flew by the window and whooped at me, yeah, I would just be sure that was like a death open, death open. You know what I
0: mean? That's the ceiling. you are gonna be like
2: some African dude, like if the swan whoop at you in the sky, surely you will die. You know what I mean?
0: That's that's gotta be something because that's that's the ceiling for the F twenty (sighs) two. Yeah. That's that, wild. Yeah, they couldn't send F-22s after that Chinese balloon because that was it, it couldn't fly higher when you than 34,000 feet.
3: When you said whooping swan, uh, you pronounced it like where they made COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whooping swan. It's whoop, whooping swan, you know.
0: Well, it's it not is. whoop. <laughs> <laughs> whoop. <laughs> Whoop.
1: I don't even know wow. I'm i don't the know. Only I don't know who came to the table without any knowledge of bird altitude facts like how the fuck was everybody like, actually the duck ceiling is 18,000 feet whereas the F-22 can make it to 32,500 what
2: the fuck yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You yeah, you got a bird that can fly California high as the...
1: condor could
3: take the uh, the updrafts from everything. <laughs> and, uh... they ha- they have
2: helispherical dicks. Did you know that?
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, didn't I
1: didn't know the word helispherical and I didn't know that <laughs> word. <it. laughs> I didn't know that
0: existed. I wouldn't take of 100% all the people who I my have thought... pronunciation.
1: <laughs> if all the people I would have thought would have just said corkscrew, he'd have been one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I your pronunciation of that word. I don't doubt it at all. I was like, <laughs> no, that's, that's probably that was, the right way. That's probably the right way. I read really a convincing.
1: lot it. Duck Dick seems as good a place as yeah. any in <laughs> this particular uh, episode. Jerry,
3: you're my favorite person in the whole world. Uh, oh, thank you it, so baby. much for coming. Oh um, yeah, man, we had this. such a good time
2: Bass uh, Bastrop. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna,
3: more, we're gonna have more. We're gonna we're gonna be going out. We're on going. The
2: road. Uh, can yeah. we can we pump that here? Yeah. It's got Let's enough time. Shit, We're going on tour. Yeah, It's a very short tour, but we're gonna we're gonna do a. We're going to do August second in Nashville, Tennessee. Venue mm-hmm. to be determined. I'm still working on the details of that. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to go. Uh, I'm headlining Caravan Comedy in Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. that week. And I'm driving, and uh, I'm featuring. He's going to feature. And then we're going to do a Sunday night at and the joint in Little Rock. The, oh, Little Rock, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. And we nice. may be doing a Monday night in uh, Mississippi. We can do yeah, we can set that I've, up. Too. I've got a real strong offer for Jackson, Mississippi, so
3: Hey, I got yeah. Ken there. We can crash there for free.
2: Uh, well, right, my offer comes with hotel rooms.
3: Oh, well, let's <laughs> put that put that hotel room so money If you want to Airbnb the them
2: to your Ken, then we can make a little extra cash and sleep in the car. <laughs> no, let's
3: put that put that hotel room budget into the actual budget and then we we'll, can we can stay over well, in the fancy part I, of Jackson.
2: I'm going to need to meet your Ken first, brother. I love yeah, you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's just trying to get laid, Jim. And Dana, and
3: Dana is the principal of Oxford High School. Yeah. She's, yeah, uh, Uncle no, none of those are comforting
2: like, words that you just put together. Uh, the person of authority in Mississippi. Yeah, that's yeah. not exciting.
1: That's, that's scary. Fair. I don't listen to anybody from Mississippi that doesn't have Grandmaster in front of their name. <laughs>
3: You can find me at Will underscore Loden on Instagram at, at gunsandlicker.com. Chad, where can they find you?
0: Third
1: goes Chad on Instagram. That's liquor with three Ks, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at very dark comedy.
2: I always wish KKK was pronounced like k
4: <laughs>
2: So I think it would be less intimidating. 100%. Mine is uh, Jerry Wayne Live at YouTube. And Instagram and Jerry Wayne Longmire
1: at TikTok and Facebook. I'm going to run a parody account after the fact and call it Jerry Wayne Dead. <laughs> 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 it's just a memorial page.
2: Hey, do you ever find, uh, there's one other on called Rick Flair uh, No Context? Yeah. And it's just short clips of Ric Flair saying wild shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. It's the best. Uh, there's the also best. a Dusty Rhodes No Context. It's really funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, thanks Sweet. for coming out and doing this, Hell man. Yeah. This
1: is a fun one.
2: Should you video.